You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? Hey, hey, beautiful. Angela here, host of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast, founder of Beauty Business Co. and the Beauty Boss Pro community. Before we go ahead and get into this episode, I wanted to invite you to join the waitlist for the next opening of Beauty Boss Pro membership. What is that? Well, it is a beauty industry design digital mentoring platform where you can access online trainings and done for you social media content, saving you so much time and overwhelm. Beauty Boss Pro keeps you excited about being a part of this fantastic industry alongside being connected with a super supportive community of industry professionals. Go to www.beautybusinessco.com to join our waitlist and you'll be on the notification list when we open our doors to welcome new members in the next intake. All right, so you're listening to episode 40 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Lauren Skyfleet. Lauren is the owner of H2O Medispa and has been in the industry for 16 years. In this episode, we speak about the restructuring of Lauren's business so that her business will thrive no matter what life events get thrown her way in the future. Tips around choosing your brand partners and how Lauren supports her team with their strengths so that they feel lit up and motivated. We also touch on why having mentors starting out in the industry has shaped Lauren to become the beauty boss she is today. It's a juicy episode. I hope you enjoy. Lauren, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so great to have you finally on the Confessions of the Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yay. So, so good. We actually did try to record this many, many months ago and the love of technology just didn't want to be our friend that day. You have been a member of Beauty Boss Pro, our online membership community, since the day dot, I think. Um, I think so, yes. I was a founding member. I know. It's so beautiful (laughs) to have um, been connected with you for a good two and a half years now and also just watch your journey and you as a person and business owner develop as well. So I absolutely love having you a part of my tribe, but also um, the members love you as well because you have become one of our member mentors inside Beauty Boss Pro because you are a wealth of knowledge. And what I love is that the members that we do connect with are on so many different um I guess, stages of their beauty boss journey and your skills can um, develop another member that is seeking your expertise and something that you've learned and become really knowledgeable on. So I absolutely love that you're number one, open and coachable, but then also open to be coaching (laughs) um, (laughs) our, our members in our little society that we have too. So I appreciate you so much. And 
And I can't wait for you just to share with our listeners a little bit more about who you are. But first, I always like to get to know what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Hashtag beauty boss um, is a beauty boss that's striving to do more all the time. It's um, an industry that we never stop learning. As you said, I'm happy to be coached and happy to coach. Um, So a beauty boss is being able to mentor not just our staff, our younger um, therapists coming up, but also other industry leaders. Yeah, 100%. And we have certainly seen our industry unite in a global pandemic, which we have (laughs) never thought would have crossed our um, paths that we couldn't use our hands to touch and use our excellent expertise in which we trained for to be stripped away from us um yeah that was a it's a hard time yeah it's been challenging but I know that you've had some incredible wins with your business as well and you've been able to focus on some um, different areas in which maybe you just didn't have that time to um, yeah. basically work on. But before we dive into all of that, just yeah. give our listeners a little insight, who you are, where it all started, what oh, sort wow. of led, <laughs> led you back all those years into the beauty industry. I, I love hearing um, where that all, all came from in the first place into yeah. what direction that's brought you through to today. Well, it started, I grew up in a little... Um, country town called Maji and I was actually told that there was no career in beauty therapy by a school teacher and when someone tells me I can't do something I'm just like you just watch me so <laughs> um, I was 15 I finished year 10 I was young for my year and I moved out of home to do my certificate three in beauty because there wasn't a college or a TAFE close to me to do beauty therapy it all started from mum took me for a lash tint and I went and did work experience at her financial planning firm that afternoon and she said to me, you can never work in an office because I distracted everyone. I kept talking to people. Um, she's like, you need to work with people. So anyway, I really loved the experience of a lash tint. I look at it now and I was like, wow, like that's what threw me in. <laughs> um, but it was the experience and you know, I was only 15 and then, um, so I moved away. I moved an hour and a half from my family and I got myself an apartment and I did my cert frame beauty and no one would still employ me. They kept saying, you're too young, you know, go finish 11 and 12. And I wasn't an academic. I didn't want to be at school. Um, so then I hounded uh, Margaret Dawson in Maitland in Peace Bar and Beauty. I think I sent my resume to her three years in a row until she employed me um, as an apprentice because I'd heard she was quite good in the Hunter Valley to work for. So I moved to the Hunter Valley at 16, um, got myself an apartment there. I didn't have a license. She thought I was older. I never, so this this is where I learned not to put my date, my birth date on my resume. Um, And she had two salons and I'd go between both. And she'd be like, and then she didn't realize, she realized that like a year later that I wasn't, it was a Christmas party and she was booking it and she realized I wasn't 18, so they couldn't go out drinking. <laughs> and it was pretty funny because she's like, how have you been getting to both salons? And I was like, I catch a taxi <laughs> because I just wanted to prove 
everyone that I could do it and that this is what I wanted to do. And then when I went to taste, it blew my mind. Learning about skin, um, chem- cosmetic chemistry was, I never thought, you know, I hated science at school and now I love it. Now, like, I, I don't read books or anything. I read cosmetic chemistry dictionaries. And <laughs> um, and then I moved to Canberra uh, after my apprenticeship. I met a boy and moved to Canberra managed a spa and then I thought I want to mentor and do more into the like it was a spa so there was a lot of body scrubs and massage and I I wanted to use my brain again and with skin analysis and things like that so I opened in 2012 I opened up H2O spa and I've now had it for eight years so I've been in the industry for now 16 years so and then through the pandemic we rebranded I um, upgraded my skills and well, I started upgrading them last year and um, now I've turned it into a mini spa. So now it's H2O mini spa. So Amazing. that's where it all started. <laughs> so, so great. And just going like all the way back there because your mum actually identified. And sometimes it's really hard for, um, I guess, our guiders or our parents to actually see that within us. We're um, that creative spark in in what direction we could be going into, and that could have led you in so many different paths. But um, clearly, well, I couldn't cut. I can't cut a piece of paper straight, so I wasn't becoming a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're on video right now. You're probably looking at yeah. my mum bun, and yeah, that is why I was not a hairdresser. Also, <laughs> I'm so much better at making other people feel good. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, what a beautiful story and I love yeah. that um, you really do take on that team mentorship mentality you are a leader yeah. not just within our industry but you take your team um, culture very seriously as well. Yeah. Um, well I had great mentors and I'm like I just want to share if I can give to a therapist what um Margaret at MP Spar and Beauty and like for ball that was the first product I ever worked with um you know a nook at the ball she saw me grow like they um I was the first apprentice to ever go to Germany on their um for training with their their trip of like their spas away and everything like that and um it was the, the fact that they took that time to mentor me, I now try and find that same passion in therapists and go, I want to be able to bring that to them. So, yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's what I it's that. all about. Absolutely. Yeah. And just that importance of looking back and reflecting of those impactful moments that really made you who you are today. If those listening haven't done a reflection session like that um, in a little while, I just do encourage you to sit down mm-hmm. with a piece of paper or a journal and and just write like what you're grateful for looking back on those early days because if you're feeling a little bit of loss in direction, um, yes. don't really know where you should be putting your attention right now, um, yeah, it's, it's funny when you do create the space to... Um, yeah, write down who was it that believed in you back then? Yes. 
um, yeah. it, it really does flourish into your actual pathway. It's it's quite funny how it all yeah. kind of develops if you do that. So, anyways, I do yeah. encourage everybody to make it a reflection. <laughs> well, even time. my even my mother, like um, you know, she's always been a huge supporter of mine. But even you know, she's gone through the global financial crisis, and then you know, I think it was the nineteen eighty seven recession and stuff like that. In the bank, she was in the banking world, um, and you know, I'm got. I might be all happy days on my Instagram stories and everything through the pandemic, but there was some really tough days there that she said to me, I'm proud of you. You know, it's no one could have coached you for this. No one, no one's been through this. Like this is something in a, like in a whole nother world, like the, how you're getting through it. There is, there is no right way of getting through a pandemic because no one can coach you in that. So, um, and I was just like, oh, and she's just like, look what you've done. Like you've kept, like, I know, like, it's, I feel so sorry for the guys in Melbourne and stuff like that. Cause like, how do you come back from this? Like we were only closed for now I say a short amount of time, even though it was a nine, like it was nine weeks um, that, yeah, you've got to stand proud and go, no, I did this. Cause there's going to be a lot of businesses that don't pull through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, um, do you give a lot of time for, like, you've got a very strong mindset, Lauren. So yes. just touching on that, like, do you believe that by having that strong mentality, I always say, you know, this is happening, uh, this is not happening to you, this is happening for you. So looking yes. at that as a global pandemic, obviously it's happening <laughs> to everyone. But I have to restructure my I had to restructure my whole business plan um, and I'm still working on a little bit, but I was like, okay, I restructured. If we get closed down again, because, you know, it's not going away anytime soon, um, how are we going to get through that? So now it's, I've restructured my business to if something ever happens and that's whether I go off and have kids or, you know, I always said, oh, I'll have three months off and I have a baby and whatever. Um, I can now go, oh, actually, <laughs> I restructure my business properly. Um, but also it is, it's one thing I need to put out there is it's okay to kind of fall apart a little bit. So as I said, there were some days that I would cry and drink a bottle of wine and go, holy crap, how am I going to get through this? Um, but I just, my mentality is that's okay to let that go, but don't unpack there. Yeah. Tomorrow is always a new day. Um, get up the next morning, write a list and go, no, this is what we're going to do. So it's, you need to let those emotions out. I did struggle a couple of years ago when I had a, I was in an accident and I was bottling a lot of it up um, because I am, I do have a strong mindset and I didn't want people to think I wasn't okay. Um, but then I went to, um, I sort like got help and, they're like, you need to let it out. Like, just don't unpack it. So that's now how I live by it. And that's through the pandemic, that's how I live by it. I just feel a bit like, well, we're still going through it. But I'm like, you just, it's okay to go out the back and scream and cry and whatever, but you just don't unpack your life there. Mm, yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So when it comes to the other hurdles other than COVID, what? because <laughs> that's been the biggest one yeah. and I think we can it certainly, is. if you come back from this, you can literally come back from oh, anything. Get through anything. Yeah. 
But what do you continually see popping up for, you know, the average day-to-day running a beauty salon? Um, Are there any specific things that point out to you that you could share with the listeners? Um, Two things I have, and I've kind of stood strong since um, the relaunch of the Medispa bit, is stick to what you're good at. Um, I do find there's a lot of places that they just try and do everything and they try and adapt too much to the client. I will say the client's not always right. Um, <laughs> so with your menu, um, don't like stand strong with what you do because there's so much mixed messaging. Um, if you start to adapt and um, do one for one person, like how do I explain it? You can't be everything to everyone, basically. You can't. You have so you much can't. choice. It's a, it's an incredible industry to be a it part is. of. There's machinery for all, all sorts of exactly. skin results yeah. and transformations. But and look you, and look you after yourself. And look after yourself. Um, like don't give in. So, like I can't do a lot of. I'm a deep tissue massage therapist, and but my hands physically can't do it anymore. Um, and you know, I had a client say, oh, no, but I only want you. And I just said, well, I'm sorry, because I'm not going to put myself at risk and be in pain for days from one massage where I can now, can, uh, I train the girls, so I don't let them do more than two to three massages a day. Um, and they're going to be, they're not back to back ever with massages because I want them to look after themselves. Um because I've worked at places um, that, you know, that you massage back to back and back and that's what's killed my hand. So I'm trying to mentor them and look after them. So stand strong with what you do and don't just add something because down the road's doing it. Um, stand, yeah, stand strong to what you do. Um, and that's why I find another hurdle, like I find with myself is, well, before I was trying to adapt too much to people um, mm. and now I just stand strong with that. So that's, Hurdle, and it is a hurdle every day because you do get a client and you're trying to explain it to them that you're like, you know, well, I just don't do that. (laughs) Um, And don't try to, you know, as you said, you can't be everyone's everything. So, yeah. um, And then probably the second hurdle is staff. Um, When you invest so much into them, as just before we started our conversation, I told you I had a therapist quit this week and I've invested so much time into it but I was like well the universe is telling me something what's next so um that's how I'm looking at it there's got to be a positive in this <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. and so throughout your eight years in business have you equipped yourself with you know your policies that you stick by when it comes yes. to the onboarding i know that you mentored our members through the employee yes. onboarding process and that was so valuable to hear yes. from a business owner the steps that you take when it comes to a new team member because you yes. really do invest that time and energy into well molding them to what you envision them for your business yes. as well but a big part of that is also what they are niched in what lights them up as a team member exactly well. and you and you've got to find that and you've really got to you know one of my girls she's fantastic at makeup i'm not good at makeup people ask me to do their makeup and i'm like nope that's just not what i'm good at i don't have that creative streak in me um 
So don't go, well, okay, I'm going to go put you in a massage course. Like what they're good at, let them flourish in it. Um, like, yes, they've got to be do a little bit of everything, but that's, you know, when you look at makeup, if they're good at makeup, they're going to be good at brows, like because you're creating that art. So you've just got to, um, yeah, all of my girls have their specialties um, and I know a lot of salons don't, run that way but I've also gone through a lot of stuff <laughs> um, because if they want to do a bit of everything and they're like oh yeah I love facials and they're all happy slappy well they're not going to work um, so you've just got to work out yeah, what they want what you want and whether it works and that's why I always put them on a trial shift first and always ask the question is why did you join the beauty industry um, I never thought that was a wrong answer until I did a, a talk at one of the um, beauty schools. And this girl said, oh, because my parents are paying for the course. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, probably don't hire her. And then she did come and ask me for a job after. And I was like, yeah, you need to go away and really think about it. <laughs> she might not have been that student that got as lit up about an eyelash tint as you did. <laughs> exactly. And I want to find that little spark in someone. And, and, you know, it can be quite small, but, yeah, that, as you said, over a lash tint. So you just got to find that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I always do say you can put the skill in a new team member, but you cannot create passion. So you if can't. you do see that little spark within someone, that is golden and just working on developing that will yeah. really be such a great asset for anyone's business. Well, like, as I said, with the therapist that's leaving, you know, she's a very good spa therapist. She's really good at the body scrubs and the massage and things like that. And this is when I said the universe is kind of aligning. We've launched a Medi Spa. So now we can really focus on, like, we will still do some of those packages, but we might not be able to do as many. But as long as we're still booked up with, like, our Murad facials are just, with our new menu, are going ballistic. Um, like to the point I had to uh, email Katie the other day. I'm like, I need a whole, like we have one neuron trolley station and I've had to invest in another one because they've just taken off, um, which she's happy about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's, so I'm like, okay, well, it is really going into that Medispa side of things now. Yeah, yeah that's great. So when yeah. you were reevaluating um, what you offered on your menu of service, yeah. Did you look at that price per minute perspective and then realise that, well, your clients are coming in a lot for those Medi treatments and that's your higher yes. ticket offers. You'll be, you'll be looking at your business now in a totally different um, way and those, those team members are going to be upskilling their yeah. industry knowledge as well. And, yeah, that's amazing. Lauren, well, I, like I've had brands over the years that, you know, and we were the spa bit and we had spa facials, which we still have our spa facial on the menu. And I used to, like, I knew I had to put my prices up and I was so nervous about putting my prices up with it, mainly because... It was a bit of a fluffy facial. So, you know, it's hydrating, but use the same product on everyone. There's no change, right? So, at least with Murad, it's completely customised to the person's skin. They get a full skin analysis, you know, and we can help them um, really achieve their goals. People will pay for that. So, um, that's where... 
kind of worked out my pricing as well. So, you know, we charge $125 for an hour spa facial, which is, be- it's a beautiful facial and it's really, really relaxing. Um, but I, I was like, well, yeah, they're hydrated. And that's it. You know, there wasn't much you can recommend after besides, you know, that range has one face cream. You know what I mean? So um, that's why I went, no, we started getting clients that were really asking us, you know, they were booking in for that facial, but they were wanting more. So that's why um, we expanded on the Murad facials. That's great. And so you haven't necessarily expanded into having new technology and bringing in... uh, Oh, we've got lots of new technology. You do? Oh, okay, (laughs) cool. (laughs) That's exciting. Tell us a little bit more about what you've brought in to enhance the Medispa aspect. Well, I got the entomology 12 months ago um, and I've just really started to... uh, I did more training in everything. That's the thing. I, I had these machines and... I didn't get the original training that I probably should have with them. Um, so I also reached out to these companies, not in Australia, but where they're from, who makes the um, machines. So um, I've got the Chuanda Keep LED therapy, which is from Italy. And, you know, I've got a manual on how to use it, but I was like, oh, I want to know more about this. So I just reached out to them in Italy and I was blown away with the support they gave me. Um, they sent me more manuals in English. Um, I sent questions. I, um, I was having a bit of questions about one of um, a, a client's skin. I said to her, do you mind if I send this to, um, like, over to Italy? Because I just wanted them to have a kind of a, a, better, a better look at it as well. And, you know, they've got their own products, but they also are happy for you to use, like, Murad. And Murad also do studies with technology, even though they don't have technology. Well, they do have the, um, the Murad Micro, but they, they do studies with other things because they know salons have equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was Blumia, the um, macro exfoliation. So um, I wanted to know, I was seeing all these results in France, like amazing results. And then I'm like, why am I not getting that? So I just reached out to them and I was like, there is a new supply for them in Australia now and we are getting a lot more information, but I was like, I need more training in this. So I said to them, look, I'm willing to pay for the training, but can I zoom you? Like, um, so they gave me a lot more protocols and um, case studies, which I think the case studies were fantastic. Um, We've introduced skin needling and radio frequency as well. Um, And my latest gadget that I've got, I'll show you there in the corner is my skin analysis machine. <laughs> Beautiful. Congratulations because on bringing I mean, that into your business. That's going to. Oh, well, just, I just find clients, they want to see, um, they want to see how their skin's tracking. Cause it's like, you know, for example, when I lost, I've lost 20 kilos and I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know, I do see a difference, but you don't see it unless, something else tells you yeah yeah so yes those skin analysis machines are amazing like enhancing your consultation process um in today like today's really important you know are you going to be charging for your consultations with that or is that we are so we're doing a 50 dollar um deposit but it is redeemable on facial products 
Yeah, yeah, that's great. I think if anyone is looking into purchasing one of the skin analysing they're devices, not, because they're, they're not cheap, so you've got to get your money's worth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you've you got to get it back. Do. Yeah, absolutely. But and with like with it. the one because I I weighed up a few different ones, and with the one I got, what I like about it is, you know, I I do have an up and coming skin therapist. Um, she's been with me three years, and so she's slowly learning more and more and more. Um, and she often will double check things with me. Like she'll double check product recommendations. She'll be like, this is the skin. This is what I think. Am I right? And I'm, you know, with that, with this machine, um, it does a skin analysis. And it, so I'm programming all the products in there at the moment. And it will say, okay, pigmentation, you need these products. So it just, um, it's recommending it as much as cheese. So it just helps her with her confidence into reassuring what's being recommended. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. really great. And as much yeah. as the, um, does the client see that happening as well in the machine or is yeah. that, oh, yeah. that's great. Cause as yeah. much as so you- they can see it. Yeah. So on the screen, um, it has the skin analysis, like all do the report and then it will say, a treatment's recommended. So, whether it's, for example, if it's pigmentation spot, it would recommend our IP5 peel. Um, and then it will have a couple of pigmentation. I think it's the top three pigmentation products or something like that that they can um, add into their routine. And we can print that report off for them so they have a copy or we can email it to them. Um, yeah, so I think, and, and then we can also add it to their client card with Katoomba. Yeah, great. They're very versatile. Um, so yeah. let's give a little plug. Who's the company that you've purchased that through? Uh, that one's from Clairderm. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, Clairderm Skin Analysis. Yeah. Amazing. That's so great. Um, so if anyone is interested, I think Lauren is more than happy to share a little bit more knowledge around that. But um, let's move on to yeah. what are the two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're starting their own business? Listen to your gut. <laughs> it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Um, and if someone keeps telling you to do something, just li listen to yourself. It's your business. That's the one main tip. Um, a lot of the time we're not in tune with our intuition either. No. I think I've just downloaded the app called Syncuition, which is oh. a guided meditation. Um, but yes. it's, um, yeah, it's got sort of like the brainwave technologies with the sound and stuff. So I had to record my voice when I started the app and I am the only person that can listen to it within my phone. Oh, right. It doesn't sort of work, I guess, um, yeah. for anybody else. And just over, I'd say it's been two weeks since I started it. And just over the last week, it's quite impressive what's been happening on a day-to-day -day when I'm looking at um, decision-making personally and business-wise. Yeah. Um, and I think just, again, working on that inner self is so, yeah. so important before making reactive responses. Um, yeah. Yeah, because there is, there's a lot of decision-making when, when we're starting out, what brands to partner with, what equipment to purchase, where we should be going commercially. Well, that, that's going to be my second tip is 
um, when you are partnering with brands, and I know you did a lot of research when you opened your company, like we have one of a similar, well, the same supplier in one respect, but um, I don't classify my BDMs as sales reps. Mm-hmm. That's their job. They're passionate about that product. They want you to be just as passionate about the product. We all have, even in our salons, we all have KPIs. We all have goals when it comes to sales because we all want to get somewhere. So they have that too. But use their platforms. Um, You know, they've got marketing teams behind them that you get free with, with most products you do. Like I know with professional beauty solutions, they've got, the Moab and it's like it saves so much of our time with images and content and um, training like they've got online everyone's got online portals the same with Murad like if I want something you know Katie's got a marketing team behind her they use them they're not just your sales reps they're not just there to sell you what the monthly promotions are the monthly promotions are there to help stimulate your business um, I think that's a, a way a lot of people go in and go, oh, they're just trying to sell to me, but they're not. <laughs> they, you know, they they will try and work out what your business is and adapt. Um, and if you don't, going back to uh, the first tip is, if you don't feel right with them, do not go with them. Yeah. You can't change. You can't change. You will never change their company. Um, so if if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. And I think also it's so great to have our beauty boss community as well because it's a safe space to ask those questions. We had a member just the other day post about that and she's brand new to opening her salon. So those fresh questions with a member like yourself that has a wide array of experience with different BDMs and different distributors, some people just look at opening orders and, oh, yeah. I can't afford that. But it's sort of like, what are you actually paying But for? if you can't, but if also, if you can't afford it, talk to them. Just say, look, this is my budget for now. Like, when I started with Murad, Katie walked in and gave me a retinol pill and I went, oh, here we go. Another, <laughs> another person trying to give me something. <laughs> um, I tried the pill. It was amazing. And I went, okay, how do, how do I get it? Like, I wanted it. Um, and she's like, well, we're doing a special promotion at the moment. So you had a peel caddy. So you got like, um, it was just a professional peel range. Um, Cause she knew once I had that and I started seeing results and I would want more. And she helped me build it. And as I said, now I'm invested in a whole second station. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like. Yeah, it can start there, from that very first experience as well. And I think that does a tribute to the company um, and the person behind the scenes working as well. But I was the same when it came to um, looking at stopping image in my skincare salon, Um, the customer experience when it came down to the research, um, Murad hadn't even launched back then. No, they weren't. They weren't then. No. (laughs) Fresh. Um, So I brought it down to a couple of different brands and being a different business model to yours, Lauren, I am a home-based beauty studio. Mm -hmm. And if anyone took the time of day to kind of listen to what my aspirations were and where I see, saw, saw the vision of the business going and took that into the consideration to actually believe in my business and want to be a part of that journey, 
they would be kicking themselves now basically for the ones that actually kind of hung up the phone or the actual tone in their voice changed. With home salons, they do. Like tribute to you, you know, you you wouldn't know on your Instagrams and that that you are a home salon, but that doesn't mean you give less of a service. Um, So don't let those people get you down. They're just not for you. That's right. And that's okay (laughs) as well, you know. And there is a lot of choice out there. But I think when it comes to business partnerships, making sure that you know what your vision is, what your core values are, who you want to align with. I always bring it back to Nicola, who's also a member who is, you know, Australian-made only, um, animal cruelty, sustainable salons. So if all of those three areas of her um like product partnerships and collaborations align with them then they're going to be a part of her business and if it has a touch of red in it she'll always um add that in (laughs) Um, i only had a friend contact me uh she lost her job in the pandemic and decided to open up her own um like yourself they built something um in the garage and stuff at the side of the house and mate i worked with her for years and she's a wealth of knowledge and she contacted a company and she messaged me she's like they're just like no you're not for us is what they said to her she's like you haven't even met me like you don't know me I want your product and they're like no we don't do home-based businesses blah 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 I went yeah me too because I knew a couple (laughs) and I was like okay give me the girl's name and I'll just gonna make a phone call so I knew one of the from that company and I said what's the go with this and she's like oh we haven't seen that inquiry come through um but then we found out it was because one of her friends um was opening up a salon in a similar area still far enough like different suburb but similar area and I said well it's not okay like you don't treat people like that especially in a pandemic like I'm at the moment business is business (laughs) like um, I said, and she's a wealth of knowledge. She'd be amazing for your brand. And she went, just leave it with me, Lauren. And now the girl's got the brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we didn't want to go above and beyond. So don't cut them off at first. But sometimes that brand just won't be for you. But yeah, but she really wanted it. And I just went, yeah, that doesn't sound right to me because I know they have home salons. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they just knew her and got to know her, and how professional like it would be a full professional setup you know with council approval like she'll do everything right and she'll be amazing for the brand and I was like yeah and I said if not I've got you can I'll give you another couple of contacts for different brands that you might like but yeah yeah absolutely don't get down when they say no to you because yeah sometimes there's something behind it (laughs) yeah absolutely it might not be sort of from that first point of contact that you need to go to and I always say like if you are determined you can sort of fish your way through as well um and just lastly on that point before we move on I really do think it's super valuable to look at what the whole company offers to a support network when you're looking at education support um you know we have an amazing amount of technology at our fingertips now with online portal learning. You don't need your business development manager to be coming in to see you for one hour no. of your time anymore to show you those promotions. I think Katie sees me once, maybe twice a year. And when she comes, we do training. It's not about 
promotions. It's not about anything. Like it's, you know, she'll yeah. come and do, she'll come and do training. It's, she uses our time valuable. Like it's, yeah. Yes. I have heard from a few business owners when we've touched base, um, they've said, I don't kind of receive any of that. And um, I think it's so important if you're feeling like you need support, you need to also be open and ask for it as well. Um, don't just yeah, expect for those business meetings to come around and think you've just got to see the promotions for that hour and talk about what you could be doing in your marketing. If you're yeah. seeking training, if you want support during an ask event, ask for it. Ask for it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you'll be pleasantly surprised. So um, and in the group in, in the group too, um, if people are trying to weigh up experiences, if they are tossing <laughs> up between a couple of different products, um <coughs> actually ask like ask for our experiences with different brands if you you know you can say what's your experience with you know pbs what's your experiences with mira what's your experience like you know um ask people you know what their experiences are yeah yeah absolutely yeah. thanks for sharing all that it's great to no go a little bit deeper sometimes so i'd love for you to share three apps you just can't live without Instagram. <laughs> um, Seriously, what is that app doing to us? Like they bring Instagram, out Instagram, Canva, <laughs> and like features every week these days. And I'm like, oh my goodness, so much opportunity for the business owner. Yes, yeah. So no, so Instagram, um, Canva, and one that I just live with because I controls my life is my pencil in app for the gym. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Keeps you accountable. Keeps me accountable. <laughs> yeah, love that. Great. Yeah, yeah. And so do you, so you do a lot of your graphics on your Canva for phone app? I do all, yeah, on the phone app. I do a lot on, um, if I have an idea, you know, I'll be like, oh, I need to get that out. I'll do a temp mock-up and then I'll fix it up on the computer because um, you can just easily move things and that more on the computer but yeah I'll quickly do it so then I remember to jump in and it's there ready for me to go with the template yeah and how great is that then once you've edited it on your computer you can literally open up your phone app and the and same it's there to download yeah yeah because sometimes yeah. it's hard to talk from laptop computer to phone um, yeah. to get it onto our socials so it's really great when an app actually corresponds with it just syncs desktop yeah. version yeah so good what is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily um supporting what i do daily is it actually it's it's not from um the beauty industry i would say i would say it's support from the community so it's building community spirit mm, yeah beautiful it's so, so getting to know important. your local businesses networking backing each other um yeah i like well, i had a bit of a run-in with the executive committee here because i've got residential above me and without the support of my neighbor businesses yeah yeah they just decided to start jackhammering at the back of my salon <laughs> Oh my god. What am I supposed to do? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's so, good that you had them. So without on your their side. support, yeah, without their support, because yeah, um, I wouldn't have been able to get through it. 
And because you are so well known within your community, you've actually scored media presence through yes. COVID. <laughs> you were on the news, you were in yes. the newspaper quite a few yep. times as well, which is yep. great because you are a voice for the industry, but also yep. just from your community. I never part. said moving to Canberra, I'd get into politics. Um, but you just seem to end up in it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I use my contacts and I'm very, I make sure I make it all very diplomatic, what I say, but um, I was telling one local member a few truths to the point he blocked me um, <laughs> on socials. And then when he saw that I was on the ABC News, he quickly unblocked me because he thought, oh, no, there's an election coming up and I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Befriend you again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, you know, you were just, um, yeah, you just, I've learned that you've just got to, without raising your voice, you're not going to get support. You're not going to get help. And that's locally as well. So, um, you know, I spoke with, I advised on our opening to get us reopened. I spoke to our local members and stuff, um, trying to get us reopened. I said, look, I'm happy to open with restrictions, but beauty salons in New South Wales, like New South Wales is quite close to us are opening next week. If you don't let us open for another month, you will kill our economy. And that afternoon they opened us. And I was like, yes, what a win. <laughs> so good. And then he opened us with no restrictions. But we're open. <laughs> and I just put restrictions for ourselves in place. So not restrictions, but pro like COVID protocols in yes. place. Yes. You took your COVID safe plan very seriously. And seriously. Yeah. yeah. And I made sure people knew. And to this day, even though restrictions are easing, um, while COVID's still around, I'm keeping them in place. Temperature checks. We have 10 minute gaps between all clients either, you know, um, and we will, we have turned away people. So, and clients are, even new clients are realizing, we've had a couple of new clients say to us, oh yeah, I, I saw on your Instagram that, you know, you turn people away, you know, you're taking it very seriously. I didn't trust my salon that I was going to when I was like, okay. So, so people do notice, they do notice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You do have your consumers are listening and watching you no matter how many likes or comments you receive on your posts yeah. or lives. I don't get many, just FYI. I don't get many likes or comments, but people, they're watching. They are watching. They absolutely are. Yeah. My likes and comments are from you and Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do really enjoy seeing what you post and, and things like that, but I can guarantee you that consistency, it will pay off. Absolutely. It does. It does. <laughs> so, so do you have any specific routines that you stick to, to set your day up for success? I do. So I get up in the morning, I take my dog for a walk. I always have a podcast on. So um, I listen to various different podcasts. It can be a motivational speaker. It can be Dr. Murai talking about skin, um, just what I feel like on the day. So um, usually I walk to one of the bridges here and that will be a podcast. And then on my way back, I listen to music to really just calm me, get me in a rhythm. Um, Go home, I take, um, I'm in a routine with taking my supplements. 
um, and I have my coffee and my Herbalife shake and then I come to the salon. I only live a block away, so it's not far. Um, <laughs> so that's how I set up my morning. But I am in a routine. Um, I have a checklist when we get here. The girls, we know what to do. We all have our own little things that we get ready. And then in the afternoons, I have to switch off. So um, I make sure after eight o'clock, my phone is on, do, is on do not disturb. So my family know after that, if they actually want to call me, they have to call my house phone. Um, otherwise they won't get me because I like I will jump on and have a look at social media but I really try to disconnect I go to the gym go home have dinner and I disconnect from that world um, that's one thing I have learned is and it was actually one of the professional beauty solutions conferences uh, I can't think of the lady's name she was talking and she said sitting I don't I'm not in a relationship she said but sitting on your lounge on your computer is not present yeah. And even though I don't have little ones or like a family at home, just my third babies, I realised I needed to be present with myself. And I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where the intuition and intuition. listening to yourself and, and what sort of comes up for you, mind creativity, that's when all of that space, like once you've created that space, that's where all of that ignites yeah. so it yeah. is you're always connected to that mobile phone and and yeah. on to notifications and checking the story like you, you don't have a day off as a beauty boss you don't like on my monday off um i do designate an hour to admin um i check emails ordering and stuff like that but i have my list so during my week i add that's a monday job on the list and once you have your list, you smash it out pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. Get laser focused in that activity. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Let's move on to some rapid fire questions. <laughs> what, you, you mentioned you don't read books. So is there a, a best book you've ever read or best podcast you've ever listened to? Uh, probably. But I, did, I did have a look at this when you uh, um, sent me watch your best book. <laughs> um, my best book is... Barrett Hill's cosmetic chemistry book. I can read that over and over again. <laughs> I love that you are a business owner and you're still so connected to ingredient technology and all the I love it. parts of everything. It's so great. Yeah. I even had a teenage boy on Saturday say to me, I was doing his skit and I'm talking to him and he's like, you get too much satisfaction out of this. This is a 14-year-old boy I'm doing a deep cleanse on. <laughs> I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? I'd love to meet Dr. Murad, but with COVID, I don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> oh, we spoke about that, didn't we? So We did. And there was, Murad do have a trip, you know, up for grabs, but who knows? My fingers are crossed that that happens yeah. for you still. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's one thing you've procrastinated about this week? Hiring another staff member. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's always going to be on the, that. Oh, my God. No, always. Do I have yeah. to do this again? Well, it's more, it's more do I do hire someone fully qualified or do I get an apprentice? That's what I'm procrastinating about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? Um, I would love to, hold, to own a whole wellness clinic. 
that had a spa, a gym. Like there's so many of them in Germany when I was over there. And I'm like, I love to have it, but yeah. It's pretty spectacular. It is. A, it, it's it, a I dream. just love the whole, it is, it's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. That you can make your reality. <laughs> I believe in you one day. <laughs> if you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Sun smart sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> Every beauty therapist um, wish. <laughs> the best anti-aging ingredient on the market. That's it. <laughs> This has been so fun, Lauren. I'm glad we had that opportunity to connect and share a little bit more about who you are. Do you want to uh, give our listeners an idea of what's next for you? Obviously, with the relaunch of the menu, um, that's a big tick off your list. Is there anything else you're working on? Well, uh, I've just, because um, running a business in a pandemic is not enough for me, I have signed up to do my nutrition and wellness coaching. (laughs) So I'm studying that to align that with my endemology um, and really help people in a holistic approach. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. We didn't even touch on that, but you are actually integrating all of what you do as a personal brand as well, which I think is so important for every business owner. Well, I'm a a product of it. When I got the endemology, I said, I can't be recommending these treatments if, you know, I was unhealthy myself. So from November last year, I've lost 20 kilos. Yeah, that's amazing. And I feel so much better and just mind clarity. And it's not selfish to look after yourself and put yourself first. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And, and I know even, I, I know I said I don't have a family or anything. I've only got my third babies at home. Um, but one of the old reps that I used to work with, she, I always remember her saying she'd get home. She had a little boy. Um, and her husband and they weren't allowed to talk to her for 10 minutes she would go into the bathroom she would remove her day so she'd remove her makeup freshen up and then they were allowed to talk to her <laughs> so for all you mamas out there <laughs> I am trying to figure out how I could integrate that into my life considering my whole business life has been attached to my house um, yeah Yes, that could be a part of a morning routine, though, with yeah. talking to me until I yeah. get just, prepared for my day. Just give me 10 minutes. And I always remember her saying that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've had some really aspirational people that have come through you in your journey. Hey, Lauren. You can pick up something little from everyone, even the ones that you don't, that you might clash head with, that you can always learn something. Yeah. That's great. I love that about And it can be not what to do, <laughs> but yeah. <not> something. <laughs> That's true. So where can everyone find you on the social media world? Let yes. us um, hear that and I'll pop that in the show notes as well. So um, I've got H2O Medispa, which is um, the spa page, but my own personal page is Lauren Connected Beauty, Lauren Seiflet, um, which you can find links from the H2O Medispa as well. And I have just launched, as you've seen, my own website with me and my journey with um, my wellness. 
Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, I absolutely appreciate you so much. Thanks for all of your wisdom and words Thank on this you. podcast. I hope that someone has received a golden nugget from you as well <laughs> um, and can take that back. And feel free to ask questions and answer. If people, you don't have to be an expert in something. Um, you know, you've got your mentors in your group, but if you feel you can answer something confidently, go for it. Yeah, 100%. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. It's been amazing. Thank you. And talk to you soon. Okay, bye. bye.